Pick heads or tails? Uh, tails. Okay. Tails it is. Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Emily, and this is Full Scream Ahead, your spooky road trip bucket list. Just, just for context, just so you know, I have all of my nail stuff out on my desk from last night. And so I don't have easy access to a coin. So I just got one of my nail stamping plates and flipped it in the air. Perfect. Um, I just, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do sometimes. You know what I mean? I have been trying to find a new place and um, I feel like I'm not being picky. All I want is something under $1,300 with a washer and dryer within an hour bus ride to work. So that's about six apartments in the entire city of Las Vegas. That's it. So uh, uh, I'm asking for a lot here. Yeah, especially in this market, dude. It, it's it's a lot. I never thought I would have trouble finding a place with a $1,300 budget. No, it's, it's bananas. One of my friends was renting a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath house. I'm scared to know how much. $1,100. <gasps> a steal. It's a steal. And she was renting it for about four years. And then because the market out here is so absolutely bananas right now, her landlord messaged her and he was like, hey, I need money. So I'm going to sell the house. Is 30 days enough for you to move out? Damn. Yeah. So her and her wife went searching for apartments and like, had they said, no, that's not enough time. Like he would have given them more time. He wasn't kicking them out. He wanted to work with them. So like. As much as I don't like landlords, this guy at least wasn't like the worst he could be about it. It's a low bar, I know. Yeah. So they found an apartment. It's $1,400 for a one bedroom, one bath. Jesus. Yep. That's about the going rate. Which like, it's bananas to me because they were just, they just had a three bedroom house for 1100 I know. Shit. It was like, not even a couple of years ago, I had no trouble finding somewhere with like an $800 budget. And now that I'm making more money, suddenly it's like the economy wants to get bad, like rude. Um, it's been happening literally since we graduated high school. I hate it. This I is why I get for living we're in ahead, Vegas. We're behind again. Yeah. I need people just, to stop moving here and I need to move out. I just need to get a bus for me and my cats. I'm going to paint a big mural on the side that says the cat bus. Okay, so uh, do you remember what the hint was um, last time? Uh, I think you told me about it somewhere in California, and it's something that's not finished yet. Correct. So I'm going to be talking about the Winchester Mystery House in San mm-hmm. Jose, California. It is a mansion that was never completed because the owner died as construction was being done on the house. And it, it's sort of not finished because... Like there were plans that were still um, had, but it also is kind of finished because the goal was for the house to be worked on until she died. How familiar are you with the Winchester Mystery House? What do you know about it? Like I know of it, but I think I just know like the broad strokes, probably more like the myth behind it. Because I think everything I've read or heard just kind of paints her as this batshit crazy woman. So I'm really interested to hear the real side of it. (laughs) Yeah, she's not fully batshit crazy. She's actually a woman who... um, 
despite her place in society, like her family was shakers and movers in society. She didn't just marry into money. Her family already had money. Keeping all of that in mind, she still had a pretty tough time and some pretty, pretty tough life for a little bit there. When was this again? When was she around? 18, like 1860s to 1920s is where Tori story takes place. All right. The Winchester Mystery House is a house located in San Jose, California. It's super bizarre. It's That's not very far of, away. Yeah, it's not very far away at all. Like, we could easily make a weekend trip out of it. It's said to be the site of many paranormal activities. A lot of different stories have come about regarding the house, and a lot of them are inspired by um, the woman who owned it and was working on it because she was a bit of an oddball. But given its history of potential hauntings and stuff like that, there's been no shortage of visitors since the house was opened to the public in 1923. It's called the Winchester Mystery House, um, and it's named after the Winchester Repeating Arms Company because the woman who is responsible for the strange additions and the strange construction of the house um, actually married into the Winchester family. Oh, okay. Yeah, she got that gun money. Um, so the woman who owned the house, her name is Sarah Lockwood Party Winchester. She married William Wirt Winchester in September of 1862. They had one child born in 1866. Uh, Her name was Annie. Uh, but unfortunately she died six weeks later, um, from illness. It was an inability to metabolize proteins correctly. And so she was, she was, she was kind of malnourished because she wasn't able to metabolize and store any of the energy. That's so sad. Very sad. How, yeah. Like, if this isn't like late 1800s, how did they diagnose that? I mean, I'm not very familiar with doctor stuff, obviously, but. So it's uh, marasmus is what I found was the diagnosis. It's severe undernourishment causing an infant or child's weight to be significantly low for their age group, below 60% of normal. So the main cause of it is nutrient deficiency and the child was being fed. Like there was no shortage of food for her, but she still wasn't able to retain any nutrients. And so that's kind of how they came to the conclusion as far as I can tell. That makes sense, I guess. It is is highly related to poverty and uh, food insecurity. Um, Mm -hmm. But in this situation, it was actually a nutrient deficiency caused by a lack of the ability to metabolize. Uh Poor baby. Yeah, it's very, very sad. She's only six weeks old. So people say Sarah never really recovered from her grief. She was never the same after she lost her child, but that's understandable. Yeah. yeah, like no, nobody's ever truly the same after an experience like that. So that's kind of uh, how she got into the Winchester family. She married William Wirt Winchester, um, and he was the treasurer of Winchester Repeating Arms Company. In no short thanks, I'm sure, to nepotism, because his father was the founder of the firearm manufacturer. Oh. Um, so I'm sure William got the job because daddy said he could, and then <laughs> William worked there until he died. Sorry, this is a full William slander show. <laughs> Oh, is he not a good guy? Should I not be rooting for him? I I don't know anything about his life or his choices. I just tend to not like rich white dudes who work at family-owned companies. That's fair. That's fair. Kind of like a basement, like a base (laughs) judgment that I have. (laughs) My bitter who knows. I'm not a rich (laughs) man who works for daddy. So she lost her daughter um, in 1866, the same year. She was born um, and then... About 15 years later, her husband died, William, um, very suddenly. William died a short time after his father died, uh, leaving Sarah a sudden widow and a very sudden majority shareholder in the Winchester Firearms Company. Get it, girl. 
Honestly, after William died, uh, her and William had lived in New Haven, Connecticut. After William died, she decided that she was going to head west and she moved to San Jose and she purchased an unfinished eight bedroom farmhouse. It went from a farmhouse to an insane place. Uh, and I'm very excited to tell you why. Oh, um, <laughs> eight bedroom seems kind of big. Yeah, an eight bedroom farmhouse for a, a widow who's got like an income of at the time a thousand dollars a day but that's an 1886 money so bitch i want your life damn honestly um did she have any other family or did she move alone she moved alone um from what i could tell she does have a niece which leads me to believe she has a brother or sister Mm -hmm. um but i didn't really find a ton about them when i was going through it i've been a little short on time this week full disclosure for our listeners so this one is not as thoroughly researched as like any of emily's episodes we'll start any of hers um it's not (laughs) as thoroughly researched as my paris catacombs one um so i didn't do quite like a full huge deep dive into sarah's life i have a little bit more about the house and a lot from my memory of going to the house oh you've been there like 12 15 years ago oh <laughs> all right road yeah trip. I went yeah I went with um it was with Shelby my friend Sam and mom what that tells me how long ago it was <laughs> mom was not also a spirit at the time so it was a long time ago oh gosh <laughs> you know it's okay that this one's a little bit of a shorter episode because last week got a little heavier than I was expecting yeah, this one's not going to be quite that heavy, except for maybe me announcing to everybody that I have a dead mom. But, you know, <laughs> shit happens. Shelby just messaged me on Facebook. Oh, no. She heard me. She heard me say <laughs> my mom was not a spirit at the time. <laughs> she messaged me on Facebook. She said, that was a morbid joke. I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm sorry. I need a second. <laughs> After purchasing the eight-bedroom farmhouse, it did not take long before Sarah felt that she was being haunted. She consulted a medium, and the medium advised her that she was plagued by lost spirits of those who had died at the hands of Winchester rifles. Spoiler, um, I was because all of this. <laughs> yes, Emily is ageless. So <laughs> this is all happening shortly after we got involved in World War One. But the Winchester Company had been selling firearms to allies before the U.S. government ever actually got involved. No, World War Two. Sorry, not World War One. Not World War Three um, yet. No, not yet. Hopefully, never. But we'll see how the next week goes. <laughs> we live in the darkest timeline. I want to go back to when Harami was alive. So she goes to this medium and she's told she's plagued by the lost souls of those who have been killed by the Winchester rifles. Sarah started becoming very paranoid about it. She did not want the money that she was inheriting from the Winchester fortune because as far as she was considered, it was blood money. And Understandable. Yeah. And, and this is this is a story that we've kind of come up with. It's the most likely explanation. It's the most common explanation. Um, there's documentation of her like seeing a medium. Yeah, I can't imagine she was like doing press releases at this time yeah exactly so she was told in order to appease the lost souls she needed to build a home for them and she needed to continue building until the day she died so that's kind of like the most common theory that's the one that i was told when i went through the tour many lifetimes ago at least one lifetime ago yeah if you're like a high schooler we're old with this information from the medium about how she needed to build a home for the lost souls and how she needed to continue building until she died and i this 
this is this is just me making something up. I couldn't find it anywhere, but I thought it would be like interesting flavor text if the medium was like, you must continue to build on to your home until the day you die in order to make sure that you have enough room for those still being murdered by the Winchester rifle fortune that you have inherited. She's there with her little tarot deck and says seven of cups here says you're a bitch. Seven of cups says you're a bitch needs to be a, a fucking sticker or something. I need that. I need that now. <laughs> you know, it's all fun and games until you're at a bar in the middle of the night holding the seven of cups in someone's face screaming, what are you lying about? Not that I've ever done that. Yeah, no, never, never. Mm-hmm. Don't ask John. It's fine. You probably totally won't listen to this. story that I definitely will get for the details on later. So Sarah moves in 1881 and then the house is renovated up until her death in 1922. That's 41 years. Shit. She was renovating this house for 41 years in a row. Oh my God. Last time I did any sort of renovations, it was two days and I was done by the first. Yeah, I was, I was over it every time. That's yeah, a but, lot I of mean, effort. Of course, she's not doing the work. She's hiring contractors. So she but you still have to she- like live in construction around people and things. Yes, constantly. She decided she was not going to hire an architect. Instead, she hired a general contractor and he had a whole bunch of laborers and from what all I can tell, like she paid them fair wages, like she paid them well for their time. She also did not have full plans for the house. There are rumors it said that she would go up into her seance room because she had a seance room Bitch, um, and she would commune with the spirits and they would tell her what they wanted her to build. And so the next morning when she had a meeting with the general contractor, she would hand him her rough sketches and say, build this. Uh, I thought she was building this so that like the spirits wouldn't get her. Why is she talking to them being like, what color do you want this wall? <laughs> so from what I can tell, the, like the, the generally accepted consensus is that or, well, so there's one reason why she was doing this. She was wanting to know what the spirits wanted so she could appease them better mm. because she felt like she was still haunted. So at first, what she was doing was like new flooring, new paint, new doors, stuff like that. But the, the ghosts, she felt the ghosts were unhappy. And so she started trying to commune with them to see what they would want. So that way she would feel like they were haunting her less if she was doing ex- exactly what they were requiring. Mm. Um, I just picture her going up and down the halls, banging pots and pans together, yelling, is this shade of eggshell right for you, Susan? <laughs> it's always a Susan, isn't it? <laughs> Why is it always a Susan? Because that's my middle name. I mean, you don't go by it. Me and Susans have some issues. Never once met a Susan that I like. You're hearing this and you know me and your name is Susan. Yes, that was about you. Damn it, Susan. I know nothing about you, but damn it, Susan. Yeah, damn it, Susan is right. So she felt the spirits that were haunting her were dissatisfied with the proper renovations. Um, and so she began communicating with them and adding, on, and adding on to the house. And this led to some real oddities in design. There's a staircase that leads to nowhere. So like you can start going up the stairs like normal. And from what I remember, it's spirals. So one of the turns where it spirals, it just hits the ceiling and goes away. You get to the top of the stairs and there's nowhere else to go. It's a monument of my potential. Oh, mood. It is a modern art piece uh, that is from the 19 or the 1860s about the glass ceiling. Sarah was like, this is a vibe. I read a couple different theories on like how it was made. And there's a contractor who was saying that staircase is probably part of the original house. And they probably built the floor that it went up into and cut the rest of the staircase off. So oh. it's not like they intentionally built it to nowhere. They just cut the staircase and have to put a room there. Okay. That makes sense. So it wasn't just like some random thing they threw in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so 
that's a feature of the house. It's one of the more famous things that people like to talk about there. There's also a door that if you, if you're going through the house and you open the store and you're not paying attention, if you step foot through the door and you put all of your weight on the foot that you stepped out of the door on, you're going to fall 15 feet into the garden because the door is 15 feet up and there is no lining or balcony and it goes straight outside to the front yard. Oh shit. That would be me. Hey, y'all, you want anything from the kitchen? Oh, shit. I broke my leg again. Which kitchen? There's like 19 of them. (gasps) That's my dream house. That was actually really dramatic. There's six kitchens, but still a lot of kitchens. Still one for Um, each of my moods. Honestly, there's the staircase that goes to nowhere. There's the door that, you know, you fall 15 feet of. There's also, if I recall correctly, there's not a ton of photos of the inside of the house, which I like because it's very weird and it's very fun to see how odd it is for the first time. That's to the mystery. There's a door built into the floor. Like you're upstairs and you look at the ground and there's like a door there. It's got a handle. It's got like window panes you can see through. It's just on the ground. And you can see through the window pane. I'm pretty sure it looks down into one of the kitchens. Oh, that's cool. You can send your order in. Right. Like you just open the door, it swings down, knocks out your cook, but then you have (laughs) somebody else hand you your food. Except for there were railings all around the door. So you couldn't even access it because it had all railings built around it. Oh. Yeah. Um, So lots of weird stuff. Yeah. Since you've been there, um, because, you know, like you said, there's not a lot of pictures of the inside. And all I'm picturing is like this bare bones dark wood cabin like is it decorated like are all these rooms decorated yes they're all decorated so the house is very like vibrant like a light mustard yellow on the outside it's like it's very pretty like it's a proper mansion like the inside um the rooms are decorated they've got she's got crystal chandeliers she had a stained glass window made from tiffany and company from the head designer there at the time she had a stained glass window commissioned from him she put it in a window in her house and then immediately built a wall right behind it so light would never shine through to it. Oh, wow. Like the house has such gorgeous things and then such odd things like right next to them. It's very, it's it's kind of like, it feels like you're walking around in a surrealism painting. Because like, this feels like a normal mansion and then you kind of look at the details and you're like, mm, that doesn't feel quite right. Like one of those pictures, the longer you look at it, like the more things you find wrong with it. Yes, that's exactly what this house is, which means I had a great time. Awesome. (laughs) Because like all of the legends and everything around it, it just kind of like, they make it seem like she's just kind of paying these guys to frantically slap this house together. And so that's why I'm just kind of picturing, you know, like a falling apart cabin, but it sounds like she put like a lot of like care into it. She did. Yeah. She took really good care of the house and she was planning on living there for the rest of her life. So it makes sense. She paid the contractors well. They did a good job. Even if her sketches were rough because she's not an architect, she doesn't do architectural designs or drawings. They still made some pretty good stuff out of the stuff she drew, but there's more than one occasion where she would tell them to start working on a project. And then the next day she would have them completely scrap it. So any progress they made, they just left it there unfinished. Mm-hmm. Um, or that she would tell them to build a whole room and then she didn't like it. So she'd have them tear it down and do something else. It's like Susan says, this is crap. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, dude. So like, and, and she's throwing so much money into this. It's kind of absurd. And that's where you get like the crazy lady kind of narrative from because people of the time would just talk about this possibly out of her mind heiress who has more money than she knows what to do with. And people weren't sure if the weird house she was building was 
more of a, a symptom of too much money, not enough to spend it on, or if it was more telling about something going on in her brain, because she didn't have a ton of friends in the area. She never fully recovered from her daughter's death. By all accounts, she was just strange, but she's a grief stricken woman who believes she's haunted and all of the money that she's inherited, she considers blood money. So like, would you be okay? <laughs> no. And to be honest, maybe this says more about me than her, but everything she's done so far, like just makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. I feel like if you think you're being haunted, go to a medium is the correct. They're the experts. Like yeah. you're not going to come to me. I am not a medium. I just <laughs> watched medium on TV. One of the, there's, so there's some strange stuff going on in the house, obviously. Um, but it's to the level where like there are secret passageways in the household that um, she would have the contractors build. And by all accounts, like we're not 100% sure if she knew about all of the pathways. Um, there's also behind a cupboard in the house, you open a cupboard and it looks like a normal cupboard, like a linen closet or something. So you open that and then there's a hallway and it goes to a whole other wing of the house that's got 30 additional rooms. Shit, that's like a whole extra house. Damn. The house as it currently stands has 160 bedrooms. <gasps> I thought eight was big. Shit, how big is this? Uh, it's, that's a great question. It is 24,000 square feet. 24,000? Damn. Yeah. Um, it's 160 rooms, not bedrooms. So it's 160 rooms, 40 bedrooms, 40 staircases, six kitchens, two basements, 2,000 doors, 52 skylights, 13 bathrooms, and one shower. It's about the size of 6,000 square hamburger. Oh my God. Sorry. Yeah, but somehow only one shower. What? Yeah, because she's the only person who lived there. So when they construction all these additional bathrooms, she did not have them install a shower. Did they at least and, have like plumbing? Yeah, they had. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing. So they had plumbing. They had centralized air conditioning and heating, which was Ooh. like exuberantly wealthy at the time. Like it was a show of her. Status. I didn't know that but, was like, a thing back then. It was if you were rich on blood money (laughs) and that kind of speaks to how affluent she was and how rich she was she had all these luxury amenities in this crazy maze house wow Mm -hmm. life goals more than one shower though about and it's not even like a nice shower because sarah winchester was only four foot ten inches her shower was about five feet tall oh so she really was the only person who could use it yeah, she she was literally like I remember I must have been like 16 or 17 when I went and I remember looking at that shower and I was like I currently am too tall for this. I am not a tall person. Oh, um, shit, I think Sarah, we're about the same height too. Yeah, I'm 5'6". Five, I'm 5'5". Five, five. Yeah, it's basically the same. So, we're small. Uh, later in her life, Sarah developed a debilitating form of arthritis, couldn't really move her feet very high. So she had all of the stairs removed from the home and added what are called easy riser stairs. And they're about two inches tall each. Easy rider? Yeah. Easy riser. Oh. Um, I fully support. That makes more sense. Yeah, I fully support these being more accessible for people who do have a hard time lifting their legs as much. But I got to tell you, after my whole life walking on whatever the eight inch steps I've been walking on, adjusting to like the two inch steps was very strange. And I tripped a lot. (laughs) Is that what they are? So that's just like shorter steps. Yeah, they're just shorter steps. So like on a normal step, it's like eight to nine inches, whatever you have to lift your foot up, maybe six inches. This, you only have to lift your foot two inches, which means there's a lot more steps, but they're all very small steps. 
Okay. So you could like shuffle up. Yeah, pretty much. Cause that way she was able to walk through the house. Cause I think the house is like five stories. I'm not surprised. Damn. Yeah. Or what? Maybe it's seven, seven stories. Okay. Uh, originally there was an earthquake in 1906 that had the carpenters had to kind of rebuild parts of the house. But prior to 1906, it was seven stories tall. Today it stands four stories tall. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So still a freaking four story house mansion. That's still Crazy. huge. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go too much into like other oddities in the house, even the ones that I remember, because it truly is like an experience and you actually can access the experience virtually now. Oh, um, yeah. They, I, I just learned that yesterday they have like a virtual self-guided tour that you can do, which is really fun. That's awesome. Um, so I would recommend that to anybody who maybe doesn't live in the area and doesn't think they can make it out. But yeah, there's lots of other weird stuff about the house. Sarah passed away in 1922. She left the house to her secretary and niece. And then the home was sold at auction and eventually it made its way to becoming a California landmark. And then in 1923 is when the tour started being available. So who owns it now? The California? Yeah, the state of California owns it now. It's a national land. It's a state landmark. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was wondering uh, who like sponsored all those tours and stuff. uh, Government. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Everything is government. Yeah. So there's tours to the public. There are currently self-guided tours through the actual house, which I do not believe were an option when I went because we had a guided tour only. But as it stands now, they offer daily mansion and estate tours. They offer a explore more tour, which claims to give you access to parts of the home that have been closed to the public for over a decade, um, which means I would not have seen those parts. So I do not know what is in them. Right. We're going to go on an adventure. Listen, I got Saturday, Sunday off. We can leave Saturday <laughs> when I get off work. We can come back Sunday. I'm so down. I'm off every weekend except for weeks I'm on call. I feel like we can make, they also have a nighttime flashlight tour. <gasps> on. Yeah. It gets better. On select February and March nights. Oh, that sounds so much fun. I mean, that sounds terrifying, but it sounds it's March. Like fun. It's March tomorrow. As we're recording this, we can go. We can go <gasps> to one of the night tours. I say let's do it. I'm so down. Like, don't blame me. I will go. I, I'm very impulsive. Like, I am two seconds away from buying a ticket. Okay, I'm down. I can't do it this weekend because uh, I will be at a board game convention. Um, but oh, after true. that... <laughs> living your best Um, life also if there's if there's tickets available you know like i'm sure it's a very popular thing but yeah so select february march nights there's flashlight tours where all the doors in the home are open to the public and you're on a self-guided tour at night and they have speakers throughout the house so you'll learn about the history of the house and probably like different sections will have different audio playing but it's self-guided in every single room when the house is open which is new like that's not a thing they've done for very long is it true that there's like rooms that they're still discovering i feel like probably not rooms i wouldn't be surprised if they were still discovering like a new passage or like they're discovering like some new oddity that they hadn't seen prior but i think at this point the the floor plan is well cataloged enough that there are no more surprise rooms okay i'd be impressed if there were though i thought i I heard something about that years later but like i don't know let me look there are still tickets available for the 12th. I'm not doing anything on the 12th, are you? I'm not doing anything on the 12th. Do you want to go to San Jose? Let's go to San Jose. If you buy the tickets right now, I will go. Uh, my paycheck just dropped like 15 minutes ago. Goodbye, paycheck. Are there any on the 19th? How many are the tickets? How much are the tickets? 
30 bucks. That's not bad. That's not bad. And the gas is not that expensive. Or is that? I just lost it because I'm doing this on my phone. How far is San Jose from here? Good question. So it looks like they're only doing it on the 5th and the 12th. <gasps> That's it? Yeah. I mean, listen. I guess there's still tickets for both nights. Oh, San Jose is an eight-hour drive. Oh, why did I think it was, like, by L.A.? Yeah, I don't know. I was also thinking, like, near L.A., not me, Las Vegas to San Jose on Southwest <laughs> flights right now. What if we just went, like, the 12th and came back the 11th and came back the 13th? What is that flight going to cost me? Oh, yeah, that's more expensive than I'm willing to pay. <laughs> All right. Well, we tried. The thought was there. Now, now we know we can plan it for next year. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. We'll just have to plan it for next year. I forgot um, where yeah, San Jose I was. Same. I thought it was further south than that, but it's right next to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. That's a little bit up there. Yeah. So it looks like in 2016, a new room was discovered at Winchester Mystery House. Oh, okay. I didn't hallucinate that. No, you did not. This San Francisco.cbs local article says a new room has been discovered and is open to the public at San Jose's Winchester Mystery House, a Victorian mansion that was home to a widow of the Winchester Rifle Fortune. I guess this is an attic space that had been boarded up since she died. So nobody had been in there since she passed away. Wow. It's haunted. It's gotta be. Oh shit. Yeah. Winchester boarded up the room after the 1906 earthquake because she was trapped in that room and she thought evil spirits were responsible for the earthquake and trapping her in the room. Oh, according to this article. Damn it, Susan. Fine. You keep it. Susan, get your shit together. Knock it off, Susan. It has a pump organ, a Victorian couch, dress form, and sewing machine, and a lot of paintings. Um, there's also oh. a terrifying looking uh, like doll, like a baby doll. No. Don't like that. Not a fan. I fuck with a lot of stuff. I don't fuck with baby dolls. That, that This doll is haunting it. Shit. Yeah, the doll is if, the source of the haunt. Get rid of it. If I discovered a room that had been lost for almost 100 years and there was just a doll chilling there, I would board that shit back up and never tell anyone. It's genuinely terrifying, and I feel like that's probably what they should have done. Oh, my God. I kind of want to see it. I hate it, but I kind of want to see it. Here. Enjoy the view. Oh, thanks. I hate it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, This photo has to go on the Instagram. It's going. (laughs) Ah. That's rough. Um, yeah, so forgive me, there's 161 rooms because the attic had been found. Hot damn. Yeah, so that's the Winchester Mystery House. Um, like I said, a bit of a quicker episode this week. I, I did not have the time that I would have liked during research and or now. So Understandable. That's what we got. <laughs> what do you have for us next week, Emily? Next week, we are going to New England. Uh, we're going to talk about a little town that's had a bit of a pest problem except the pests are vampires huh i would agree that they are pests i'm excited to learn about it i will have garlic at the ready perfect that'll be a garlic bread night oh my god yes let's wrap it it off all right okay thank you so much for joining us this week you can follow us wherever you get your podcasts at full scream ahead you can also follow us on the interwebs at instagram at full scream ahead at instagram.com or you can also email us at fullscreamaheadpodcast at gmail.com hey hey susan seven of cups is your bitch